Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's April 5th, 2019. Um, quick overview on the crypto market and what am I looking for here in the Bitcoin price and the cryptocurrencies as a whole. Uh, and uh, this was already started. I already kind of mentioned this to my group earlier. We were kind of talking a little bit about the market, how the market is definitely holding its weight here in terms of a pullback. And so, as you guys remember, the Monday, Tuesday rally that we had earlier this week, um, so far, so good. There hasn't been any sort of major sell-off, and that actually is very encouraging as I was alerting my membership here that these things are actually very bullish. So take a look at the prices overall for the 2,982 cryptocurrencies. You can kind of see that Bitcoin is still holding that 5,000 level. I think this is definitely very, very constructive. In fact, I'll talk a little bit about why I think this 5,000, 4,000 area is going to hold for the next couple of days uh, because there's a lot of fundamental things happening behind the scenes that may not be illustrated in the charts so what I'll do today is walk you guys through specifically on what is it that you should be looking at how should you be playing this and what are some things I am doing in terms of looking at cryptocurrencies as a whole uh, now as I was mentioning before in my live streams and also my previous videos I am very very bullish on the crypto markets as this is going to be a major inflection point in this entire market moving forward um, you know in the past when we've had these moves they haven't been really that sustainable we've had one day pumps everything kind of uh, peters out but as you can see from here for the last seven days these cryptocurrencies have held their um, gains in fact Bitcoin's up 22% in just the last week alone uh, majority of that was done this week for the month is already up 30% so as you can see this week was actually a very critical month as majority of these coins got their gains from this uh, week here so it's very important to consider this idea that jumping in and out of coins is probably a fool's game um, I'm I usually tell people is this is that what I'm doing is I am not trying to jump between coins because you never know when the next move is going to happen so let's assume for example that you were jumping in coins last month and you missed this week's um, rally what you would have lost is that 22% and for the month you would have lost that entire majority of those gains um, obviously for the six months we're still a bit down uh, about 24% but it's not it pales in comparison to what was actually covered here another surprising one was actually Bitcoin cash uh, Bitcoin cash has had the most volatility out of all the top 10 top 20 coins we're up about hundred and twenty two percent for the month uh, six months is down 43 but for the last seven days is up 72 percent so that's kind of very interesting to see um, and the list goes on and on here but as you can see we're closing in on that six month gap right here um, a lot of these coins um, Binance as an example six months is up 80 percent Litecoin is up 50 percent uh, so what I'm really focused on is that six month period because I want to see this trend up to the green and if that's the case then the next six months probably I can see that these are going to be start turning into green and we're going to have a positive 2019 now obviously majority of the coins right now are still in the red um, but there are a couple of them like metal for example tripled up and we do have um, a very a lot of different coins that have like Raiden as an example which I covered last year um, Raiden tokens up 167 percent so this is very interesting to see that 
as we start edging up higher in this market we're going to begin to see this six month period here and definitely for the month if you've been investing for the last month you're definitely up double digits which is a very very encouraging sign because we haven't really had that in quite a while all right so let's take a look at the first news and i'll go ahead and and talk a little bit about the technical picture and what i am doing here so the first piece comes out from the daily hodl here uh, they mentioned that the bitcoin whales had moved about 197 this is actually dated on today 197 million in BTC plus Ripple, XRP, Ethereum, and Tron. And if you take a look at the transactions numbers for Bitcoin, uh, basically they moved about almost 200 million in BTC in 22 separate transactions. This is something extremely important because, as I mentioned before in my other videos, for those of you guys who have not watched those, please make sure you do those. Um, whales are actually the ones moving this market. So, again, let me repeat myself whales are the ones who are actually doing most of the buying at this point retail i would say we, we they do have an interest in it but it's not to the extent that whales are doing it and the way you track that is by looking at the number of bitcoins that are being transferred into each of the exchanges um, and as you can see from here we have about six million going to bitstamp well 21 million into bitfinex um, we have polo going in Coinbase coin in at about 2.8 million and so on. Now the question you really want to ask is why would whales continue to move Bitcoin um, into these wallets? And and the only explanation I can think of is they're getting ready for an altcoin run. Um, perhaps maybe that they want to start you know moving the market a little bit to kind of get some of these smaller altcoins pumping. And then what's probably going to happen is that all that BTC money is going to start you know spreading across the board. So this to me is a very bullish sign for a altcoin season that's going to come up in the next couple of weeks as these whales are going to execute these purchase orders at some point. Now you can also make the argument that they could be selling Bitcoin for maybe some um you know other stuff but personally i think they're going to be selling it just to get these altcoins in um who knows when that's going to happen who knows if this this btc is going to do anything but i'm going to venture to guess and i'll go ahead and prove it to you in the next couple of of minutes here why i think that this market's going to heat up in the next couple of weeks uh, moving along um, there's actually a lot of development in the Ethereum one. We did have Italic, uh, Buterin, and he was talking a little bit about, you know, in Seoul, Korea, talking about the developers and, um, talking about scalability and how it, it may not be a, a very good idea to focus on scalability, but more about resistances into the, um, into uh, cryptocurrencies. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be a really big debate regarding scalability and how that's going to move forward. Um, you know, I think it's more important about censorship resistance that, you know, that, uh, Vitalik was actually talking about this idea that, you know, it's going to take a while to get scalability up. So in my opinion, I think scalability is definitely a needed pieces, but Ethereum unfortunately has this issue right now with how to get to a larger scale. And I think it's more important to really think about specifically what are some things that you can do with Ethereum versus trying to, you know, mass, mass produce this. All right, the other one is going to be Ripple. Um, they're talking a little about Ripple in Malaysia. Ripple's actually doing a lot of good stuff right now with um, other banks. Um, there's actually, again, the cross-border solution called X-Current. 
Um, and so I'm going to keep an eye on Ripple and keep you guys updated regarding any new developments. But it's usually the same stuff. They usually are going to go in there and partner up with these banks um, for money transfers. All right. And Litecoin. Litecoin is going to be a very interesting case here, guys. Um, Litecoin has really talked about this idea of using um, the fungibility piece. And there was a little bit of, uh, you know, going back and forth on this regarding um, Bitcoin and Litecoin. And there was actually a, um, a little debate regarding uh, Mike Novogratz. Uh, and also with with Bitcoin saying that Litecoin's like silver and so on. So um, I think Charlie Lee is going to be actively developing the privacy piece for Litecoin. And again, with the happening coming up this month, this week, sorry, this uh, year, there's going to be a lot of different um, catalysts moving forward for Litecoin. So I'm going to be watching Litecoin for for new developments coming up. All right. So moving along with our next piece, um, you know, there was there was this article that came out here from Kitco specifically about um, you know the pause that we're having right now in the technical indicators and so uh, basically saying that this is not going to be anything like that we've been having so far in terms of bearish sentiment and so let me just jump into the charts real quick to show you guys specifically what I'm talking about and, and what people are, are actually mentioning here so Bitcoin right now is as you guys can see from here we've had already this really nice 4200 range that was um, breached on heavy volume back on April 1st. So it's been already four days. And, and just to give you a little bit of a perspective here, these last three days that we've had after this green candle, we have not had any major selling pressure compared to these other days when we had, you know, consolidation. That's not to say that we're not going to go any lower, but the longer it kind of hangs around here, the more likely this this rally is going to be a little bit more sustainable. Now, the last time we've had this major green candle was basically here on December 17th. We actually had about four major green candles before we kind of consolidated here. So what I'm more interested in is this idea of how long do are we going to get for this consolidation to occur? Um, now, obviously, at this point, we could get something along these lines where it kind of trades sideways. And then at some point, it's going to start going lower. Now, in terms of Bitcoin's price, this is actually a pretty good thing because what that's going to do is going to allow the altcoins to actually run. Um, if you guys remember back in this time, there was a, some sort of altcoin run that actually occurred. But what I'm actually more interested in is that, that we actually sustain this level. So basically, you know, if you take a look at the overall um, crypto market as a whole, whenever Bitcoin tends to kind of consolidate <clears throat> like it is right now, there tends to be a movement in some of the altcoins. And so this is the part where I'm going to ask myself this question is how low can Bitcoin go, uh, you know, before we do get that altcoin run? And my hunch here is that we're eventually going to retest this $4,200 level, um, you know, at some point in the future, um, because it usually happens that, you know, we usually hit back this area and then we get some sort of bounce at that point. But in the meantime, there's probably going to be some sort of altcoin season or temporary season that's going to probably move these coins up. And I also want to say that it's um, it popped right above its 200 day moving average. So every single time we've had this, actually the last time we had this was back right here in July of 19. We had this, but the volume was actually, you know, it's actually pretty heavy. And then eventually we kind of came back down and then we kind of grinded this $6,000 area. So I expect something similar to happen. Now, obviously, this breakdown that we had, that was relating to the whole Bitcoin cash debacle. Um, so I don't expect any of that to happen this time around. But again, fundamentally, you know, there could be a lot of things happening that I'm, you know, we don't know yet about. But in terms of catalyst, I think that's something very reasonable to do. Also, I want to mention that Bitcoin's price is still locked up into into this range here. 
Ideally, I would buy it back here around 3200, but that's obviously that's not going to be something where I would want Bitcoin to 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 try to test out. But if it does happen, you know, at this at these levels, you would probably end up in a situation with a pretty big loss. Now, I'm in the camp. I'm not in the camp of trying to trade these. I mean, you're looking at about a 32% loss if we do if we do if we do go back to the 32 3400 level, which at this point it's not going to be a big deal because um the risk to reward ratio is going to be much higher if bitcoin does break past the 6000 level so speaking of which um the 50 day moving average has been holding nicely since february 17th so what i really like about this and current trend that we're in is that it's really carving out this really nice um area here where as long as it comes back down to this 4000 area it's still okay so what I'm telling people is this, is like despite the whole pullback and the whole fear that we're going to retest those lows, and if people want to short this, I think they're going to have to be very careful because if we do, if you do short here and you do close out, let's assume you nail it right here, but you don't actually get that bottom and we start pumping up again, those people are going to get burned pretty bad. <clears throat> So what I really like about this um, this consolidation right now is we're probably going to end up consolidating here at this 4,800, 5,000 area. Um, again, you know, we had this before a couple of times, also same thing in February. So it's not something that, you know, I would say is really that different from what we had. But the good news is that we're carving out these higher lows that's actually happening here. Now, in terms of my overall Bitcoin projections and Bitcoin price, um, you know, when you're looking at these type of, you know, markets, you always want to ask yourself this question is, where do you see yourself in the next two or three years? You know, I personally see myself with Bitcoin at possibly higher than $10,000. Um, obviously, it's, it's a, it's a crapshoot to try to predict where that, where that price is going to be. And there's no real point in trying to say, I think Bitcoin's going to be at 50K, 100K or whatnot, because it could be any random number as we saw from this week. But the important thing I want to say is that, you know, given the current trend in the market and current and given the current sentiment shifts and also the whales moving in those coins into those wallets, I think it's safe to assume that the bias is to the upside. Now, are we going to get down to 4,200 before we get to 6,000? Probably. Is it going to consolidate here before we have another major move? Yeah, sure. So I don't expect this move to go exponentially higher. And in fact, I, I would like it to consolidate at this point so that I could accumulate more altcoins, more Bitcoin, so that we can begin to start carving up this higher move. Now, either way, um, this is actually a very bullish case. So if I were to, you know, guess here, I think just like what we had here a couple of, um, you know, months ago, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we had this consolidation, but what I'm really looking for is something along these lines. Now, again, if I go ahead and press the date here, this actually took about a month for, for our consolidation phase. Um, this one right here, if you kind of take a look at, you know, the start of the trend, let's say the first candle that we're seeing right here, this was actually about, uh, I want to say, let's take a look at the date here real quick. Um, this actually lasted for about another month. So is it expected that we actually get another month out here? Probably. I mean, I think, I think that's more of a reasonable bet. So if I, if I were to extend this out, we're probably going to end here by the end of the month where Bitcoin kind of consolidates a little bit. And that would be definitely be a very good consolidation. So what I'm actually telling people here is, um, you know, membership and, and we're going to be, you know, grinding out these, these charts here a little bit. 
is to take a look at these um, exact areas, this time frame. Now, technical analysis really works well in these cases because, as you guys can see from here, it you know it kind of guides you in specifically where to kind of go. Downside potential at this point, if we retest this $3,300 level, I'm looking at possibly a 32%. So I'm not going to be going all in or anything like that because obviously you've already had that massive pump. So to take a 32% loss on this one would probably be, a, you know, I would probably have some, need to have some more ammunition to pick up some coins right here at this level. So either way, I'm a buyer at Bitcoin once it starts getting down to this, um, this trend line here, which I expect it to really kind of take off at this point. All right, moving along with some of the altcoins, some of my favorite ones, and I'm going to be updating everybody in the group um, specifically about some of the coins I am watching at. Uh, but just to kind of give you guys an idea, um, of what exactly I'm looking at. I'm looking at Ether real quick here. Um, you know, and some of the things with Ethereum is that I think Ethereum is going to have some short-term catalysts. Um, obviously, Ethereum is 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 still kind of carving out this idea here of this zone of resistance line. Um, I think Ether has about, you know, 162 and change. But if you take a look at Ethereum, right? You know, it kind of is doing what Bitcoin did. Um, unfortunately, we had this major volume here in the sell area, but we're still kind of hanging around this area here. So if we do break between this 164, in which we actually, I would say, break between that 180 area, I think we're definitely going to get a lot higher at this point. Um, also, taking a look at the non lock chart, just to show you guys a little bit, we're kind of, you know, edging upon this 200 EMA. So if Ether can pull that out, just like what we had here past this this last period here in April, um, you could have this second leg up that we're talking about. Obviously, a little bit more of the aggressive traders could go ahead and start putting in some orders here and then wait for it and then just go ahead and watch the breakout and put a very tight stop loss here somewhere in this area. So there's a couple of strategies to play. I personally like to play more of the conservative side. I would like to wait for a breakout and then at that point begin to scale in. But either way, my cost basis is pretty low enough at this point that I'm not really worried too much if it does drop at this point. All right, guys, well, hopefully you enjoyed this video. And if you're interested more about some of the other analysis, I'll be covering some of these other coins. Uh, join the Patreon group. The links are below. And I'll be talking a little bit more about, you know, what I'm looking at, how I'm playing this market, specifically some of my deeper thoughts and research that, um, that I'm kind of talking about on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, I do have quite a bit of um, experience with looking at some of these coins in the past. So as you guys remember, some of my other coins I cover like Neo Ontology, a lot of these different factors are kind of coming in play again. So I am seeing that there is a lot of action coming up. So if you need to take some action, go ahead and do that. Uh, but bear in mind that, you know, we're going to be in a very different market. And so the more you learn, the more you understand how these markets work, the better suited you're going to be when we do get that next major pump, which I think we're probably going to get i mean at some point we're probably going to we're you know kind of like what we had here back in 2016 this grind fest that we happened which was really nothing was really happening i expect something like this to happen again and so the better prepared the more educated you are um, the more likely you're going to be able to not sustain those heavy FOMO FOMO biases or FUD biases that, you know, were existing in the last two years. Last year was all about FUD. 17 was all about FOMO. And I think 2019 is going to be more of a balanced approach, trying to shift through some of those 
and see where the market ends up being. So again, it's going to be at patreon.com slash crypto, but we also have a free newsletter for anybody who's interested, which I'll be providing you with more information and more content with that for all my YouTube community. So make sure you click on the link below. I also have a link for the um, teachables course that gives you a, a, a general perspective on how to catch up with this next bull run. All right, guys, crypto, but have a great day.